Welcome to another episode of our podcast, talking to our colonel, Elliot and I, my partner. What's happening, young fella? We have been doing really well, Daryl, and I'm looking forward to this podcast for 2022. Actually, we've been doing a lot of traveling. We have been. We're doing we a lot been. of traveling. We've been talking to a lot of good candidates, a lot of good universities, exactly. a lot of good military people. Exactly. And then we're going to slow down a little bit right. and find out what's been going on in the last year that we didn't see. In 2021, with our colonel, we spoke right. to. You. I guess this is your third time coming on. Third on, time, yeah. Third this, time this coming on. Right we, this is the charm. Yeah. So we want to want to get into some things that are going on in our department. Um, any rumors that you know, Elliot? He loves to hear something fresh, something new. So we, I got that on my list of things to go. <laughs> yeah, that on your list. But we want to reflect and go back to 2021 on some of the initiatives that you had, how things are going now, um, and what we're looking forward to in to, to, in 2022. Yeah, so I think probably the best way to do that is to maybe go over the uh, the goals that we set okay. for uh, for 2021 and uh, and reflect a little bit on our performance. We'll talk a little bit about what it is that we sought to achieve and you know how we ended up performing. Okay. Um, and the very first one that we uh, the very first goal that we established last year was to reduce our uh, department generated emails by 10 percent compared to 2020. Um, and you know. It, <laughs> It's funny because a lot of people don't understand uh, the genesis of this goal. But the, the purpose of this goal was, you know, I'm old enough to remember when you'd come to work and um, you, you wouldn't have email. And funny enough, we still got the job done, right? Mm-hmm. We get mired down in email. Right. I mean, it's just, it's such an ineffective way of communicating. It's efficient because you can get a message out to a lot of people very fast, right? But uh, we become so reliant on email. And uh, really, so the goal here was, you know, pick up the phone, call somebody, get up out of your chair, walk over to someone's office, have a face-to-face conversation. Like the old Uh, days. Yeah. yeah. Stop hiding behind email. We need Mm -hmm. to have interpersonal communication. So really, it wasn't about necessarily reducing the numbers so much as it was emphasizing the importance of interpersonal communication. Well, we have failed miserably in that goal. We, in fact, increased our email by 10% last year. Some of it had to do with teleworking and COVID and things of that nature. Um, but the, you know, the message is out. The message is clear. We need to change the way we interact. We, we're a large organization, but that doesn't mean we need to be bureaucratic. Right. We need to right. be personal. And we need to emphasize personal relationships. So, um, you know, if we had reduced by 10%, I was going to try to reduce again by 10%. Right. Uh, this year, we're pivoting a little. Um, kind of getting into the next year's goal or this year's goal. But uh, this year, what we're trying to do is we're trying to reduce email uh, size. Uh, we're hoping to ask people to, to keep their emails under 27 words. Okay. In other words, keep it short. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it has to be more than 27 words, pick up a phone and exactly. make a phone call. We're going to yeah. just try another approach to get the same result. That's a good that, idea. That works that, for me because yeah, I already exactly. say yes or no and that's it. Yeah. Because you are the ones that send out emails all the time, Elliot. I do. <laughs> well, look, you know, I hate it. Not not Elliot's emails, but it just in general, uh, you know, the work that we do is too important and the communications are too precious right. to be squandered in a way that's so ineffective. Right. Um, that's true. Yeah. And, and so everything we do, I say this all the time, we're in the people business. You know, it. You can't connect with people at a deep level via email. You just exactly. can't do it. So. But I will say with that that um, goal of the reduction of 10%, we have increased a media and marketing office with more, uh, like the newsletter, the feed, and things like that, so people yes. will stay abreast of, mm-hmm. of what's mm-hmm. going on. And like Chris and Shadula, who are here now with us, 
putting out videos, informational videos right. that are that are um, more encompassing of what's going on in the organization. Right. Yeah, right. we are and working hard to create a robust internal and external communication right. strategy. Right. You know, it's important, but that's all part of that, you know, part of being in the people business. You mm-hmm. know, how do we connect to people on that deep interpersonal level? So they recognize who we are, what we are, what we stand for, what our purpose is, right. both internally and externally. Um, and I think that's going well for us. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, email is not the way to do it. Right. Um, the next goal, uh, we anticipated a 50% increase in DUID or driving under the influence of drugs or alcohol. Okay. Um, traffic fatalities with the legalization of marijuana, or the, I should say the decriminalization of marijuana effective July last year. We, we came to that number based on the experiences of other jurisdictions, specifically Colorado. Okay. Uh, that had that that uh, that output. So uh, we anticipated a 50% increase, and, and our goal uh, was to ensure that we did not exceed a 20% increase mm-hmm. in traffic fatalities associated with impairment in 2021 compared to 2020 stats. Um, we actually increased our DUI uh, and DUID arrests by 7% last year, okay. and we reduced fatal crashes by 28% compared to 2020. So oh. not only did we uh, not have a 20% increase or a 50% increase, increase, but we, we had, had a decre- 28% uh, decrease. decrease. Uh, we really emphasized uh, uh, DUI and DUID investigations last year. We had 15 officers attend uh, advanced roadside impairment driving enforcement training. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had three officers complete the drug recognition expert training, which is extensive medical yes. training. Wow. Um, and uh, we did eight traffic blitzes. We did some hive or high visibility enforcement activities where we put the information out to the public and the uh-huh. media. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really, I think we really have emphasized traffic safety. And, and you know, to be clear, traffic fatalities are incidents that are 100% preventable when you have a traffic fatality, right? right. It's somebody's been careless, somebody's yep. been reckless, somebody's yep. been negligent. And when someone dies in a car crash, it's a sudden, violent, and random death. Right. And it's completely preventable. Right. So, you know, we're committed to traffic enforcement. It is certainly not the most popular uh, activity that we engage in. Uh, but I tell people all the time that if you've ever knocked on a door yes. and had to tell a yeah. parent that their child is not coming home, uh, you will understand our motivation right. for Good. doing traffic Good for enforcement. You. Good for um, and we're doing it, and we're saving lives. And we're sending a message out. We saving sure are. lives and saving property, property damage. Right. I yep. mean, the property damage yep. alone is extensive yep. from uh, from these type of fatalities or accidents. Yep. So uh, the, the third goal that we had was to increase opportunities for diversity within our sworn ranks uh, by experiencing a 10% increase in our 2020 applications submitted uh, by racial minorities, females, and other candidates who identify with uh, historically underrepresented populations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so overall, our applications uh, were down for all demographic demographic categories, and I, you know, I, I think that's probably sure. the experience of mm-hmm. every uh, law enforcement agency exactly. in the country. Uh, but overall, uh, we increased our minority application uh, input by by about three yeah. percent. Um, so we did experience some increase in minority uh, interest mm-hmm. in our agency, and I think that that's a that's a positive it thing. Is. And you know, the other thing I think that is noteworthy is you know, as we have this discussion, we remain fully staffed mm-hmm. as an organization, and uh, so the quality of our candidates have increased. Yes, you know, it's 
it's not so much to get the numbers. I don't care about the numbers. What I care about is, do we have quality people applying for us? And we do. Um, and, you know, I would rather have a smaller applicant pool of high-quality candidates than right. a large applicant pool of people that don't exactly. show up for exactly. testing. Exactly, like exactly. So the people that are applying, uh, they're more diverse. Yep than ever before. They're more serious than ever before. They're more qualified. Uh, they're filling our ranks, and they're doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and our police service aid program. Oh, just, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's awesome. That's been really good. That, that's been really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, we, just, uh, we just had an academy graduation a couple of months ago. We had uh, five former police service aides that we tapped on the shoulder, offered appointments to our academy. Wow. They graduated, and now they're sworn officers. And, and that is our... That is our school-to-squad pipeline. We yep. talked about it you last year. Yes, we did. Yes, and we it did. And it is coming to fruition. fruition. And, and, and there's yep. several departments that we have spoken to want to implement that same type of program to their police department. And this, yes. is, this is local. These um, are local agents. So how do y'all do it? And, um, again, we said, well, you know, we, we'll get you the information. But it is a great program, and it's working for us. So, yeah. yeah. We, and we do hear that when we go recruiting. We love that program. Yeah. I know. I was out in Powhatan. I don't know, three months ago, mm-hmm. and approached a guy about the police officer job, and he's not old enough yet, but he already knew about yep. that position because a buddy of his is in the position now. Mm-hmm. So I emailed him back, said, hey, the application's open. He's already applied. And wow. To it's it's awesome. Up, he's excited yeah, about it. That's a good, that's a good a, opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we're, uh, with this upcoming budget year, based on our uh, additional funding request for the year, if that gets approved, we're going to be up to like 27 or 28 police service aides. Wow. And, mm-hmm. you know, let's face it, most police departments in the United States don't have 27 or 28 officers. Right, exactly. Right? Exactly. Right. We've got 27 or 28 yeah. police service yeah. aides. Right. So, um, you know, we're in really good shape. Now, we recognize that a small percentage of those police service aides are going to remain police service sure. aides. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Yeah, that it is. It is. stability in the exactly. program. It, it does. Uh, training officers and such. So that's good. But, uh, you know, the majority of them, it's an opportunity for them to kind uh, of dip their toe in the pool, yep. see whether yep. or not they like it. Yep. Um, and what we're finding is everybody who is dipping their toe in the pool is jumping in. Good. Right. Good. Which is good. Great. Great. Um, so our next, uh, the next goal that we uh, that we worked toward was to decrease the number of larcenies from automobiles in county parks by twenty percent. Uh, you know, and there was a couple of reasons that we do that. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but Chesterfield County is a sports tourism mm-hmm. destination for you know nationwide. Right, people yes. come here from all over the country yep. to participate in athletic competitions. So we want to make sure that when someone comes to Chesterfield, uh, they feel comfortable, they feel safe. Uh, and that their experience is something that's positive. Right, exactly. Um, and so that was one of the reasons why we wanted to focus on our yep. county parks. Uh, and we were wildly successful uh, in in uh, attaining that goal uh, last year. And some of it had to do with the, the partnership that we've developed with Smartwater CSI mm-hmm. um, and some surveillance programs and some bait cars that we set up. But we uh, we were actually able to, to meet that goal of reducing uh, automobile larcenies by 20% Good. in county parks. I know wow. I saw in some of the county parks we had like little billboards, yes. little uh, mm-hmm. digital, right, right. I don't know what you call them, digital billboards mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. the Rockwood Park one day, and I thought that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, so that's part of, a, you know, that's part of our internal and external messaging strategies. We're, we feel that it's appropriate. Let, let's let the community know the things that we're emphasizing. Yep, like, exactly. hey, don't break exactly. into cars in this park because exactly. we're watching, yep. you know. Yep. And, um, you know, and funny enough, generally when you tell people stuff, uh, they listen. They listen. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, a lot of businesses, 
you know, they'll reach out to the public and the community and they'll say, come visit our business, you mm-hmm. know? And, and so we have a similar strategy, but a lot of times what we're doing is we're communicating to people who maybe are otherwise predisposed to victimize others. And we're saying, exactly. hey, don't pull that nonsense here. Go somewhere mm-hmm. else and do it. Mm-hmm. it. And it's funny you say that. We were in South Carolina last week and a, a couple came out of a restaurant and they said, I know Chesterfield County. It's a halfway point for going to Pennsylvania. Right. And they were, her, one of the kids' best friend had just went to college in Pennsylvania. So they stopped in Chesterfield County. And when, when they met us, we were like, I see your car. I just left your county. I didn't know anything about Chesterfield County, but that was our half point, halfway point to get to P- Pennsylvania. Yeah. So it does work. It does work. And you know, one of the things I love about Chesterfield is that we have that huge American flag. Yes. 288 Coming through. Yeah. Right? Yes. And that yeah. is a yes. destination. As you come through, you're traveling I-95, maybe you're going Florida to New York yep. or whatever, yep. you know, you end up looking up, you see that flag, you know you're in Chesterfield. Yes. Right. And yes. to me, you know, I had the opportunity when that flag was uh, was put up, uh, Sheriff Carl Leonard and I mm-hmm. got to go into a, a, a bucket on a crane, and we went to the very top of that that flagpole, 212 feet above the ground, and we got to sign the ball wow. on top of that flag. Oh, that's cool. And that yeah. was a just an incredible oh, yeah. experience. Good. And it's Good. funny how big that ball is, because mm-hmm. when you're on the ground and it you looks, look up, it exa- just looks like a yep, little exactly. ball. Exactly. <laughs> it does. It does. But good. Good. So uh, the other, uh, let's see, another goal we had was to earn two additional departmental peer review and accreditation or accreditation certificates for in 2021. And, and, you know, the reason that we wanted to do that, look, there's a lot of discussion nowadays uh, out there in the public about the importance of uh, oversight of law enforcement agencies. And, and, you know, let's be clear, it's important that people feel comfortable mm-hmm. and safe with their police department. You hear a lot of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a representative sample of the everyday average work that's being done in law enforcement. But you hear some salacious stuff, and it causes people concern. And people are right to be concerned because government should make sure that they're serving the needs and the will of the people and their community. Um, so, you know, having outside oversight, I think, is important. The problem you run into, you know, I've talked to some community groups about this, and they say, well, you know, you know, citizen reviews of uses of force and things of that nature, that, that builds community trust. And so I simply asked the provocative question intentionally, mm-hmm. does Seattle have a citizen review board for use of force? Well, yes, they do. Well, does Portland have a citizen review board for use of force? Well, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Well, how is community trust in those jurisdictions? Right. 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 The, the answer is None. very bad. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. The fact is most people are informed about how law enforcement should work by television and movies and the entertainment industry. And that is not an accurate representation Mm -hmm. of what actually happens. So, you know, my goal is to identify people that understand what we do Mm -hmm. that aren't affiliated with the agency. So the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, Mm -hmm. for example, those are those are national recognized experts in those types of investigations. Right. Um, so we have a partnership with them. Uh, you know, um, CALIA, we uh-huh. have, you know, it's an international uh-huh. accredited uh-huh. organization. They look at best practices for law enforcement. Um, they bring in outside assessors and they take a look at our, our operations and our policies. Mm-hmm. Are, are our operations matching our policies? Policy? Yep. And do right. our policies and operations <laughs> reflect the benchmarks that are established for best practices for law enforcement? Right. So, you know, we're VLEPSI accredited through the state. We're CLIA accredited through CLIA internationally. 
We have a NECMEC certification. Uh, so we're working on identifying uh, additional opportunities, uh, and, and we've initiated the process with CALEA to do this uh, triad program mm-hmm. where we're our, our, our police training academy, because we have our own academy, um, our police department, and our emergency communication center uh, will all fall under the uh, CLIA accreditation, which okay. is a, that's a very comprehensive accreditation program. Um, and then we're also, uh, uh, Sandy Simons is uh, working toward the International Association for Identification uh, Latent Print Certification. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and we're working toward that process too. Now there's some time uh, requirements for that that we're looking to meet, but we have initiated that process and so right. we've checked off that goal. Good. Uh, we continue to do outside uh, audits for best practices. In fact, we, t- we repurposed a records position last year and and hired a civilian outside, uh, someone who's not in, in law enforcement, not right. sworn, and assigned that person to our Office of Professional Standards to do nothing but proactive audits and inspections of anything yeah. and everything that person wishes to look for in the police department right. as an augmentation to our accreditation. Right, right. Um, you know, that type of oversight of people that know what they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, that ensures quality. And if there's a blind spot in our operation, if there's a blind spot in our policy, I want to know about it right. because I'm responsible for the output of our agency. And if there's something that we're not seeing or something we're not doing that we think we are, the more uh, – knowledgeable hands on deck that we have to identify it, the better off we are. Right, no question. Yeah. Uh, So another goal we had was to reduce pedestrian-involved traffic fatalities by 30%. Uh, Pedestrian-involved traffic fatalities last year actually went down by 50% over our 2020 numbers. So we're pretty pretty happy about that. Of course, you know, anytime someone's hit by a car and they're killed, that's a tragedy. Yep, right. Um, You know, last year we had an individual who was fleeing the scene of a crime. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was running across the street, and he got hit by a car, and he got killed. Right. And uh, that, again, terrible tragedy. Yep. Um, some Sometimes these things are not preventable. Um, but uh, we did uh, put out some pedestrian safety cards and uh, uh, handed them out to at-risk populations. Unfortunately, one individual who was struck by a vehicle and killed uh, we found the pedestrian safety card in their pocket. Wow. So we do know that the, 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 the right people are getting exactly. the message. Exactly. Right. Um, you know, we mourn the loss of any time someone dies unnaturally again like that, but we are doing our best to try to educate the public. Yep. Um, and again, you know, slow people down and let people know don't drive like fools and just exactly. exactly. And I know we had some officers going out at 4 or 5 a.m. Yes. in the morning mm-hmm. um, to make contact with people who are on bicycles Bicycle mm. lights on right. on our busier highways, but the public rarely sees an officer out at five a.m. who's working on pedestrian or bike safety. Right, I mean, right. We don't we don't think along those lines because you, you don't see that on television. Well, you're right. There's just you know we were talking a little prior to the podcast about the fact that as you elevate to an organization in terms of your responsibility and scope, you see more broadly. Right, right. right? And I will tell you that if the majority of the population could see the operations of this agency at the level that I see it, they would have such a deep appreciation and love and admiration for the men and women that do this job because they are out at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, talking with people who are maybe living in homeless camps, particularly vulnerable populations, people struggling with addiction. Mm -hmm. They're bringing people blankets. They're bringing people food. And, you know, the truth of the matter is there's a lot of people out there 
these days that will will take that stuff. They'll put it out on social media. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, you know, we tell our story on social media, but we don't exploit people right. and say, well, look, right. I'm giving this person food, you right. know, and right. put it on. That's not how we roll. That's not right. how we operate. But I will tell you, every single day, members of our department are doing things like that, things that would warm your heart if you knew about it. And um, and I'm just so incredibly proud of our people. Right. But I, I'm, I'm not surprised that we do that, but I think our community knows we do that. They do. Maybe not in the whole uh, uh, scheme of, of, of seeing the bike um, safety and all of that in the morning oh, time the uh, or the outreach, but I, I just know our community and being, being part of this community for over 30 years, they appreciate what we do. We might not hear it in specific you know, things that we have done, but they do appreciate it. Well, I, I, I know we see it all the time. All the time. I think that the median and perceptionist people are anti-police. Right. And that's not the case. No, no, not at I, all. I don't know not where I have been when someone has not said, hey, you know, I pull up through the drive-thru to pay for my meal. Yeah. And then like, yeah. hey, the car ahead of us already paid for it. Yeah, exactly. Or you go in someplace and people stop. And, and I know Daryl and I went to Clemson last week. And a gentleman just came out of nowhere yeah. and said, I got your coffee. Right. I said, nope, sir, I don't need line. you to do it. He said, no, you don't understand. I like you. I like your guy. I like what you guys stand for. I got you. That's a feeling you get that you appreciate it, not right. only in Chester. We weren't even we're in, in his Clemson, county. South Carolina. We're in South Carolina. Yeah. So I think our, our community see that. We might not hear, the, like I say, the, the specifics that they that they hear about. Right. But that, that love for the police department is there, and more than the bad people that and are. we still have kids who want to have police birthday parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or want the cars to come by. Can yeah. you bring a police car yeah. by my, my, my house, please? Hey, and let me tell you something. This is something that I think it's not part of our goals, but it merits mentioning. Our crime rate last year is down 10.8% over our five-year average. Mm-hmm. We have crime rates that are skyrocketing around us. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, and our crime rate continues to drop. Um, our recruitment continues to be yes. extraordinary. Yes. And the quality of our staff continues to be great. And you're right. There's not a week that goes by that I don't go out for lunch at some point in time and someone anonymously yes. just picks yes. up the bill. Right. In fact, just yesterday... <laughs> I was at Bell Greek. Shout out to Bell Greek. I love that place. Okay. I was at okay. Bell Greek yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in Chester, and uh, and and the waitress comes up to me, and actually, it wasn't even a member of the community. It was a member of the department. She said, "Chief, there's an officer in your department that wanted to buy you lunch anonymously just to thank you." Wow. He's taking care of your tab. I've been waiting for a couple of weeks for you to come in, but your lunch is covered. Wow. Now, wow, you want to talk great. about, yeah. yeah, eight and a half years of being a police chief, and that's the first time that ever happened. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, you know what? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that yeah. is great. Oh, yeah. pretty cool. It but, is. you know, good people doing good for others exactly. and caring for each exactly. other. I said this the other day. You know, you can live in gratitude or you can live in grievance. Yep. Yeah. How yep. you choose to live your life is yep. really your choice. Good for you. Good for you. you. Good for you. All right. So, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of where, where we were last year. Um, and this year, uh, again, I, t- I talked a little bit about what, what it was that we sought to do in terms of email and, and reducing mm-hmm. uh, email to 27 words. Uh, we're looking to increase our DUI and DUID arrest by 5% this year. So we're going to continue on with that positive momentum. We're going to increase the number of our online child predator operations by 100% in 2021, something I am passionate about. 
Um, people need to know that if they try to exploit a child in Chesterfield County, right. we're coming for them. Yep. And in fact, I will personally come for you because <laughs> last operation we did, I was on the arrest team. Okay. Yes. Uh, first guy out the door, and I'm willing to do it again this Good. time. Good. I love the looks on the face of these people who think that they're there to exploit a child. And we open the door in yep. our raid vests, and they look at us like, what's happening? In fact, some of them actually say, what's happening? Right. We just let them know that they've just been struck by lightning. So, you know, but again, we're out there. Yep. We're public. We're telling people, don't come bring that nonsense yes. to Chesterfield. Exactly. It's advertised. Exactly. We released the body camera footage. The, I mean, the sad thing about it is, despite the fact that we tell people all the time, in a two-day operation, we arrested 17 people for trying to exploit an underage girl. Wow. Right. Um, wow. You know, and every time that we don't make an arrest, it's somebody actually exploiting a, a, child, a child in our community. So right. we're, we're passionate about this. We have doubled the size of our special victims unit in the last four years. Yep. We're going to continue to do these operations. It is near and dear to my heart. I am passionate about it. And, uh, and our people are responding. And uh, so I'm very proud of them. So we're going to also we're going to develop and implement an internal dashboard, giving um, all members of our department easy access to st critical statistical information. Um, I think that's important. We've always got to have a sense of where we are relative to where we want to be. Right. Uh, maintain that situational awareness. Uh, so we're going to work on a digital dashboard. Uh, to help uh, that's facilitate good. That's good. That's good. We were just talking about that. Us. That's good. Uh, we're going to look at everything from recruitment to overtime expenses to use of force to, uh, you know, what what ratio of, of discipline, positive to negative discipline, are we distributing? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, these are things that are important, and it's it's good to get a snapshot of that oh, stuff yeah. so, oh, that's, yeah. so that things don't get away from you, right? Uh, we're going to establish a contract with a private marketing firm, uh, beginning uh, implementation of our branding strategy this year. And I'm very excited about that. The General Assembly uh, allocated uh, about $330,000 to our agency last year, as well as agencies throughout the Commonwealth, uh, for recruitment, retention, uh, and reform efforts. And, um, you know, a lot of agencies, they took that money and they, they split it up and they gave bonuses to people. Right. You know, my sense was I want value for this money. Exactly. I want something that is going to transcend um, the, the the life of that money, right? So, you know, and I think about we're a we're a very large organization, and uh, in in fact, somebody once told me that we're within the one of the top hundred agencies in terms of size for mm -hmm. sworn staffing in the country. So, you know, you think of the New York City Police Department, you think of this, you know, the the the, the powder blue cars, mm -hmm. you, you think mm -hmm. of the checkerboard hats for Chicago PD, the big egg badge for LAPD. Well, what does Chesterfield have? And what? why can't we be known for something, right? Mm -hmm. So if we were a – and I told our uh, bureau commander uh, in charge of administration, I said if we were a Fortune 500 company and we were to hire a marketing firm, yep. you know, how would we brand our agency? Good. And that's what we're going to do. Good. Uh, Good and that you. money is going to continue you. to give us a return on investment over Good time. Good for you. Yep. Um, we're going to uh, improve department-wide clearance rates for Group A offenses to greater than 50%. We're hovering around 48 49%. Mm -hmm. I want to bump that up a little bit. I think I think majority of it has to do with you know, how closures are being classified. Mm -hmm. uh, I think some of it has to do with training. Uh, our homicide clearance rates, over 90%. Oh, oh, yeah. um, you know, our investigators and, and patrol officers do a fantastic job following up on investigations. But I want to make sure that our agency is getting credit for that. Right, right. right. We're going to acquire a virtual reality training simulator. Um, 
you know, we've been working on that for the last year. Uh, judgmental use of force, judgmental interaction. Um, the VR technology out there is is phenomenal, and the ability to help develop the confidence of young officers mm-hmm. and even maintain the confidence of experienced officers through controlled simulation, I think, is essential. Pilots do it all the time. As professionals, we have an obligation to keep our skill set sharp, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we're committed to doing that. Uh, we're going to achieve 100% sworn command staff participation in our voluntary physical fitness program. Um, and we're encouraging our civilian command staff to do it. And actually, uh, they've all said that they were going to do it. So Good. Good. I believe in leading the way in this area. Uh, we talked a little prior to the podcast. You know, COVID has been a uh, an absolute killer for law enforcement. Yes. And, um, you know, people with comorbidities yep. who, have, who have contracted COVID mm-hmm. uh, have died by the hundreds. I think we lost over 500 officers last year in the line of duty, overwhelming majority of those. Right. Are COVID complications right? The the matter of officer safety uh, has, has changed. It's not just bullets and knives, exactly. exactly, and and being choked out. It it is now literally, you know, you could catch a disease, disease. and you can die as a result of exactly. it. So, you know, I say that leadership is not about taking people from where they are to where they want to go. Sometimes it's taking people where they are to where they need, need to, to go. go. Exactly, and where we need to go is in a, in a place of fitness, wellness, and health that we've never been before because we're facing a challenge right, that, we that never we've never exactly. fit, fit before. And so, um, you know, we're going to lead the way. The command staff is going to participate in this. We're going to ask everybody to participate in it. Eventually, we are going to make it mandatory as part of qualification for being a member of the Chesterfield County Police Department. We are an elite organization, and we are going to require elite performance. Good. You don't have to be extreme. You just have to be consistent. So I don't have to be preparing for the Olympics? Well, let's face it. What's your forty? What's your forty speed, really? Yeah. Now? No. What was it? What? A four three two. Four three two. Yeah. yeah, that's Willie Parker speed. Okay. Yeah, okay. Fast Willie Parker, uh-huh. thirty nine. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. That's whoosh. man. That's incredible. Oh yeah, but I was running scared. Yeah. Well, you know. And the last thing, and I'm really excited about this. We are going to be um, standing up a real time crime center. It's going to be our region's first real-time crime center, and it is absolutely going to be a game changer wow. in Chesterfield County. And, uh, you know, one of the features of this – and there are a lot of features, but one of the features of this real-time crime center is we're going to be setting up uh, license plate recognition devices in front of all of our schools. Okay. Now, if somebody is on a registered sex offender list, right, and they enter the perimeter of a school, if they're not out in five minutes – the patrol area is going to get an alert on their MDTs or their computers in their car saying, hey, there's a sex offender wow. in this school area, right? Wow. Now, you talk about a game changer. Right. You yes. talk about protecting the vulnerable in yes. our community. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just one of many features that our real-time crime center is going to have. The county's invested in this vision, um, and as a as an agency, we're invested in making it happen. I'm very excited about it. Wow. That's awesome. Great. Awesome. Well, let me ask you a quick question because I know we're running out of time. Um, I know we've done some reorganization. Yep. And we've moved community policing to community engagement. Yes. You want to speak about that? Not particularly that move, but the title change and name change. I think it speaks volumes as opposed to being a community policing officer, a community engagement officer. Yeah, and, you know, look, that's a responsibility of every member of this department. Let's just be clear that this is not an assignment. This is a a vision. It's a mission, and it's something that all of us do. But. You know, we do have people that reach out to us. You said kids want to have 
cop birthday parties right. and, right. and, oh, and yeah. you have you have elderly people that especially nowadays they feel so alone you know right. nobody's around and they Good. call us yep. and they say yep. hey you know i'm a i'm yep. a Old retired cop, and mm-hmm. I would love to see a brother or sister officer. Yep, exactly. You know, we have people that we can send. Yep. You know, that stuff is good. And uh, we're all about meeting the needs of the community. We have special requests that come in, yep. businesses that open that want to have police officers there and things of that nature. And and so we're working to be responsive. Good. But, good. but that engagement piece, again, I want to be clear. These are not just cops walking around in polo shirts and they're the only ones that are out there. You know, that that kind of nonsense. I saw that in the early nineties. That was that was that was that was crazy. It was disingenuous. Right. You know, the engagement piece, that's something that it's it's it, every single member of this department starts with me and it ends with the recruit walking into the academy. Exactly. We all have that responsibility to engage the community. And that's the right. same thing we do in recruiting. We have asked officers that the whole department should be recruiters. Absolutely. Right. I mean, you're in it. You know how the, how the department works. Yep. What's wrong with giving some recommendations about people that you know and being part of our police department? So it's, it's the same thing. Yeah, I don't think officers are good about it. And I mean, they are get, excellent about it. Oh, yeah. All the time. Can you talk to this person right. for me? Oh, yeah. I don't know exactly what to tell them. I don't want exactly. to tell them the wrong thing. Exactly. Can, you, can you reach out to yep. them? And, and so they're part of you that. Know, and let's face it. They're our best advocates. It is. They exactly. know they the culture they of this are. organization. Yes. They know what it's like to be a member of this department. And they are our best spokesperson. Exactly. Exactly. So what other outreach do we have going on that you would like to speak about? I know you just taught at the supervisor school you mentioned earlier. Right. Um, and I think that's important because you don't see that on television as well. Right. Um, but our, our sergeants or our first-line supervisors are getting yep. more and more training. Um, one of the things that I recently like is the new corporal standard for outreach. Mm-hmm. So if our employees, we get 24 hours of of uh, volunteer leave a year, mm-hmm. if they use half of that, they well, can get outreach. credit to continue in career development. Exactly. Yes. So it's not just hey, just go out and do it if you want to do it. Right. But we're going to re- we're going to pay you to do it. Yep. Yeah. And then we're going to prepare you know help you out professionally. Exactly. Exactly. For doing this. Yeah. And you know, look, we're a governmental organization, and governmental organizations are known for being inefficient, mm-hmm. not necessarily demanding the very best from people, um, but. I always tell people we are the Ritz-Carlton of police departments, mm-hmm. and we are an elite agency, yep. and so we expect elite performance. We expect people to contribute. If you want to sit on your butt and collect a government check, you're not going to do it as a member of this agency. Right, good, yes. good. We have spent good. the last four years uh, of my tenure here establishing who we are, what we're about, and what's important to us, and the next four years, we're going to be pushing people harder, exactly. and faster than ever, uh, to get to where we need to be. I like that. Um, uh, we're going to continue to progress forward. I like that. And uh, we're going to work hard. And it's and it, it's not something I'm asking anybody to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So before we finish out, man, this was a good. One. We need to know in the box what's going on with something nobody else knows about yet. You know, we always we, love that. We, I know you're from Florida. I've got nothing prepared for you. Buddy. I know. Come on. <laughs> you always have something. You always have something. Something is coming. Come on, Colonel. You always have something prepared for you. You're a Florida guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I haven't noticed that we haven't transitioned to a uniform that has shorts. And we have, unless you're in community policing and community engagement. Yeah, that's not going to happen, man. Come on. No, All right. it's not going to happen. Let's move on. What's, what's the no. situation? Some, something's coming in <laughs> I think one, one year you bought in the, the, the no shave, made yeah. that, you know, that made was, that. That has been yeah. really popular. Then you bought in and said, listen, there's going to be a, a different pay grade coming through soon. Yep. Uh, on, our, on year two, our second anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is our third anniversary. Yeah. Now, I know the colonel. Yeah. 
you always got something that that brain of yours going on that you want <laughs> that you want to bring to the table. Yeah, there's always you know look, there's a depth chart of ideas. There's a plan A, B, and C and D. Okay, uh, and you know if one doesn't work, we go to the next. That's what I'm talking uh, about. So yeah, we've got a couple things that are Good. that are in the hopper right now, but nothing I'm willing to talk about Good. at this point. Just know that no teasers, you know, the no, no teasers. Ever. Well, the continual push to be better th- tomorrow than we are today—that's something that will define us going forward. Awesome. That's good. You're not reading all of that. I, heard I know. It. It's, not, it's not juicy, Elliot. It's not juicy. Elliot. <laughs> I heard it. Uh, you're, not yeah. reading, you're not reading all of that. Right. Hey, look, I, you know, we don't need to seduce people anymore. We've defined who we are. Yes, right. we have. That's At true. At this point, That's what true. we need to do is we need to let people know that if you're willing to go with us on this journey for excellence, yep. um, then we're going to work to get better tomorrow than we are today. And that is a continual like process. Um, and we ask people to join us in that journey. If they want to be part of it, that's great. If they don't, there are other alternatives. They, they, re- they really are. Yeah, they yes, really it's, are. It's who we are. Yep, that's who we are. Yep. Well, partner, I mean, that's a great one. Yeah. We just had another good one. I mean, I know we went way past the time that we usually go. Well, we but the colonel had a lot to say. We got a great sound engineers here, Chris Rizzuti and Lena Shaduli, and they can, they can get it together. Well, Colonel, we want to thank you. Thank you for yeah. taking the time to come in and talk to us. Sharing um, again, a vision for 2022 a- exactly. and the future. Beyond, exactly. I mean. And that's going to kick us forward to what we want to do in 2022 with the next folks that we have coming in here, even if it's sometimes you might have to bring in a, a, a business right. sponsor or, or someone to come in and talk to us about what they're doing as a partnership with the police department. Yeah. So I like that. I yeah, do like yeah. that. Well, partner, that's 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 a good one. Yes, thank you. And we'd like to remind all of our listeners that we are still hiring for police positions, police service aides, emergency communications, and other civilian positions throughout the police department. You can find us on social media or on joinccpd.org. I love you. Thanks we can say for that, Brian. Next for the next show. All right. All right, take care, guys. Thank, thank you, you, sir.